As I was preparing for the podcast this morning, I came across a quote by Kaylee Humphreys. Now she's an Olympic bobsledder in case you don't know who she is. And she posted this picture of herself smiling with the caption, sometimes you have to let go of the picture you thought life would be like and learn to find the joy in the story you're actually living. Lately, I've been on a quest to embrace the story I'm actually living, <laughs> to embrace the past, all my mistakes, the failures, to embrace the woman that I am right now because of what has happened. Life has not turned out the way I thought it would have. And this year has definitely highlighted that over and over again. And I feel like sometimes I might be sounding a little bit like a broken record, but I honestly believe this to be true. The problem with our expectations is that we can become so attached to the outcome that we lose ourselves in the process. And if we're not careful, we can be overcome with disappointment and frustration when things don't turn out the way we planned. So if you're listening to this podcast today, I would imagine you're someone who is a high achiever, maybe even perhaps a planner, a little bit like myself, <laughs> the desire to be successful, and maybe you're feeling the pressure and the weight because this year has not turned out the way you thought it would, and it's kind of messing up your plans for your life. The carefully laid out plans that you've constructed, that you've worked on, that you've really hoped to see happen. So this may be the most important lesson you're going to learn, which is why today I'm going to be talking about how we can start to expect the unexpected. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Well, hello, friends. This week kind of got away on me. I wasn't really sure that I was going to have time to record an episode, which is totally not like me. I am a planner. If you know me, you know that. You know that I like to have all of my decks in a row. I carefully craft out what I'm going to be doing each day, but over the past few weeks, things have kind of gotten away on me and my carefully laid out plans have flown out the window. I don't know if you can relate to that, but I am sure I am not alone in this. And if anything, we have begun to realize that this year, 2020 has been bizarre. It's weird. It's crazy. And we are continually adjusting to living life in a different way. So if you're trying to figure out what to do over the next few months, we are just in the middle of August right now, you might be feeling a little bit of uncertainty about what the fall is going to look like. What is the rest of 2020 going to look like? So if that's you, you're not alone. I am right there. I am right there with you. So like I mentioned, I'm a planner. I am a one on the Enneagram. I talk about that all the time. I like to have everything just so. In fact, I wake up every single day like clockwork, 6 a.m. My morning routine is so automatic that even on days when I want to sleep in, where I'm not needing to be somewhere, I can't. 
I can't even make myself sleep in. I can't seem to do it. My body is in a rhythm. So when that rhythm gets thrown off, then I feel like I'm interrupted and I just kind of spin out of control. The past few days though, I've been experiencing that interruption more and more. But my natural tendency is to fight it and to try and maintain control. But I've been coming to the conclusion that trying to maintain control right now is not actually gonna work out for me. So I wanted to share a little bit of a story, kind of an update on what's happening in our lives here in small town Ontario. A few weeks ago, my mom announced that she was going to be buying some new carpet and she had this grandiose idea to redo the basement. Now it is an unfinished basement and I'm gonna share a little bit about like what it's like down there, but it ain't pretty. So a few days later, six humongous carpet rolls were delivered to the garage and I knew right then, right there, that I was gonna be called upon to help install the carpet. The problem with this whole scenario is that my parents' basement basically resembles an episode of The Hoarders. I am not even, I'm not even joking. And if my mom and dad are listening, they know exactly what I'm talking about. There's no shame here. It is something we all know. It's kind of become like this dumping ground, a catch-all for the various things we've had over the years, things that we've collected, left in, both my brother and I have left in their basement, things that they have wanted for themselves. My mom is like one of those people who are like, oh, it's, you know, cheap, let's buy 10. So as you can imagine, there's a lot of stuff down there and it's almost impossible to find anything and frustrating as hell to actually maneuver your way through the basement. So I knew right away that installing the carpet was actually going to mean that we were going to clean out the basement. We were gonna purge. I needed like an organizer to come and help us do that or like a psychologist or, you know, a mediator. Basically I needed help. But if I'm honest, this is something that I've hoped my parents would do for years. So I was not gonna say no to this process. So two weeks ago, we started the daunting task of uh, purging the basement and pulling up the old carpet. So I just wanna give you a picture of what this looked like. Imagine me my parents, um, a lot of stress, frustration. <laughs> there was um, moments of yelling, some obscenities for sure. And then of course there was a lot of laughter. So it's basically your, you know, emotional roller coaster. But in the meantime, uh, my dad was actually scheduled to go in for surgery. So it wasn't something that had been planned, which coincidentally is today the day that this episode airs. So it was not something that we really knew was going to happen. And in the middle of purging years worth of stuff, we had to actually put a stop to the whole process and change course. Now, you may be able to relate to this because maybe you're in a position in your life or somewhere where you've been in the middle of something and all of a sudden the way life is going right now, you've got you've had to stop and you've had to redirect. Something that we had planned on taking time to do, to get done, all of a sudden was on this major time crunch because if we waited to install the carpet and to finish the job in the basement, we would be waiting for my dad to recover, which would be months from now. So that was a big nope 
for my mom. <laughs> She's like, no, we need to get it done right away. And quite frankly, I agreed with her because I don't want to be dealing with this for months from now either. I don't want to be into November still working on the basement and helping them to reorganize and get this carpet laid. Now, life has a way of handing us unexpected things, especially when we have a carefully laid out plan. As I mentioned, I am someone who likes a good plan. So this is hard for me too. But it's in those moments that we're forced to change that we can actually begin to find new solutions. But that can be hard if you have your mind set on something when you desperately want what you want. And trust me when I say I am someone who knows what I want and I want what I want. I am like a dog with a bone when I get my mind set on something. You may be facing something right now that you are being forced to give up, to hand over and changing course kind of feels like the absolute worst. And I get it because 2020 has if nothing else, been teaching us all about expecting the unexpected, forcing us out of the old ways of doing life. We've had to learn new technology, getting on Zoom, taking calls virtually all the time, pushing us out of our comfort zones, and it has really completely redirected our course of life. And right now, you might be in a position in your own life where you're facing fears about what's coming up over the next few months and what is that going to look like? If you're a parent, you might actually be in the precarious position trying to decide what is going to be good for your family. Are you going to send your kids back to school? Can you afford to keep them at home? Can you afford your sanity to keep them home? Or you might be in a position where you're trying to figure out whether or not you are going to be going back to school or going back to work in person what that's going to look like. Are you ready for that? Are you feeling okay with being surrounded by people all the time after like five months of being isolated? And maybe you were hoping by now that things would have kind of resumed back to normal. You had high hopes for resuming life kind of as usual. But you and I, well, we all know that's not the case right now. No matter where you're living in the world, life is not resumed back to the way we knew it. So whether you're navigating, working out physical details right now about what you're going to be doing, or you're working through the emotional component, I think it's important for us to take that step back and to take in consideration that we need to expect the unexpected. We need to position ourselves in that place to expect it all the time moving forward. And I have just a little bit to say on that. So expecting the unexpected is going to require that you let go of what you thought was going to happen to release yourself and importantly, to also release others for having to come through on what you hoped would be the case because people are going to make decisions that are going to affect you and that might not feel good right now. And that's hard. And I know what I'm asking and I know what I'm uh, even implying right now. Just thinking about releasing our way of doing life, having control over things, what we desire, what we've dreamt of happening is really a difficult thing and and a hard position to be. But when our hands 
are open. So just imagine, just put your hands out in front of you right now. Just imagine your hands being open and releasing the expectations of what you thought was going to be. Almost imagine as though like the dreams are in the palm of your hands and it's like, okay, I am opening myself up to releasing what I thought was going to be. It's only then when we release that we can actually receive, that we can take hold of what can be. It's kind of a way of saying, okay, universe, I'm like wide open here. Do what you want. I surrender. I surrender my plan, my dreams, my hopes for what could be for my life. Now, not to get all preachy on you, but since I was a youth pastor, I'm pretty pretty sure I've actually preached this sermon before. In fact, I've heard this sermon before. So don't tune me out. I want you to hear me out on this one. There has probably never been another time in our life where we've been basically forced to surrender what we want and what we've hoped for. But usually when we're in a position or a posture of surrender, it's because we've chosen it. This kind of feels a little bit more like we're forced into it. Back a few years ago, when I worked at a church in Toronto, I worked for an amazing man. His name was Don Noble. And he said to me one time, Andrea, you need to be open to the universe if you want to get married. (laughs) And I would laugh at him and I was like, yeah, 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 I get I get it. I get it. I'm open. I'm open. And by the way, I was totally not open. Um, I wanted things the way I wanted them. I wanted like I had a list of this like, you know, guy who I thought I was going to marry and it was going to happen in the timing that I thought I was basically wanting to have full control over it. So it wasn't until years later when I really understood what he meant when he said, Andrea, just be open, be open to the universe, be open to what's possible. And in case you're wondering how that worked out for me, not so good. The next relationship I was in basically forced me to learn the lesson the hard way. I can't control things. I can't control people. And if I just surrender and let go of my preconceived ideas of what life should look like and people for that matter, then I will probably be in a way better position. Okay, so let's go back to the carpet story because I know you're dying to find out how it all went down. Okay, so basically we've been working our asses off to get that carpet laid. No joke. We have been working round the clock purging the basement. Now, even to while I'm recording this episode, it is not quite finished yet. We've got one more area to lay. We've got tons of stuff to get rid of in that area of the basement, but we will pretty much be done. And I would say maybe 48 hours from now, we have done a bulk of the work in a fraction of the time that my mom had originally planned because, you know, she's in charge. Let's be real here. All three of us though, my dad, my mom, and myself, we had to lay down our control, our schedules. I've had to adjust my schedule, my working schedule, my podcast recording, all of those things to get this completed before my dad goes in for surgery. And it taught me a valuable lesson. Life is not always gonna work out how you planned. Sometimes you're gonna have to give things up, but that does not mean you're not going to be successful. That doesn't mean that things aren't going to get done, that you will be, that you won't be happy or fulfilled. It just means 
that sometimes our course has to change in order for us to get where we need to go. Being open to change, open to possibility and open to growth is going to be what allows us the freedom to course correct. Laying down our plans, our preconceived ideas, the desires we have, the way we want to do things is ultimately going to position us to problem solve, to learn new things, to actually be able to work together better, to meet new people, and maybe experience something that we didn't even know we were going to get an opportunity to experience. It's my sense that in this season, when we learn to expect the unexpected, we're actually going to be pleasantly surprised with what we get on the other end, with the gift that is awaiting us. Being open in a posture of surrender may be the exact thing we need to do right now. Now, I wanted to keep this episode short today because I've got a lot to do. I'm getting my hair done today. I've got to finish up some things. Like I mentioned, I am also going to be laying some carpet. (laughs) So I wanted to make sure that I did get an opportunity to share this with you. This is real life, friends. It's not the exciting stuff. It's not super glamorous, but it's real and it's true. And so I hope that it's resonated with you in some way. And next week, I want you to join me because I have an amazing guest on the show. His name is Todd Durkin, and he has something profound that I think you need to hear that will not only help you get through this season that's coming up, through the season we're in right now, but I really truly believe it's going to help you thrive in this season and really learn the lessons and take in what you need. He wrote this book, Get Your Mind Right, and I read it a couple of weeks ago. And when I put it down, I was like, I've got to have Todd on the show. And honestly, he was so amazing. We chatted yesterday. His energy was like full on. But not only was it just really great to talk to him and hear what he had to say, but he was so vulnerable during our conversation. And I really want you to hear a bit of the episode you're going to hear next week. From the time I was five to 25, despite me having an education and having a personal training certification and going to massage therapy school, things on the side, uh, my dream at that time was shattered at age 25. And I went down the circuitous route of healing, healing my own back pain without surgery. And um, I lived in 13 different cities in four years. And uh, looking back now where I sit, literally where I sit right now in the midst of what I started 20 years ago, um, all of that was by design. All of that was by God's design to to, uh, teach me what it was like to be in pain, physically and mentally, what it was like to to be anxious and to be down and, and, uh, you know, sometimes depressed to try to like find a new dream. So I can't tell you how grateful and blessed I am now, you know, 20 years later. uh, And, you know, we have a family and, uh, you know, I've got three kids and I'm happily married 19 years and I've got 35 employees. And, and, uh, you know, the last obviously several months with COVID hasn't been easy, but it's, uh, I feel tremendously grateful for the path that I've traveled because I get to impact, you know, quite a few people now. Friends, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. We're in this together. We truly, truly are. And we're going to get through this together. If you've been hanging out with me 
on the Courage Cast for a long time. I just want to say thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for doing life with me. And I hope this has helped you in some way. Whatever you're facing, whatever decisions need to be made going forward, I hope that you will do so with open hands and an open heart. And if you're someone who is a praying person, I would love and appreciate so much your prayers for my dad today as he's in surgery. And if you're listening to this later for his recovery period, and we will take all the good vibes that you want to send our way as well. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Make sure that you connect with me. I would really like to connect with you over on Instagram at at the dot courage cast, as well as on my personal account, which is at Miss Crispy. You will find both those links in the show notes as well. Friends, thank you again. I love you so much. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.